Welcome to CPAC's Today in Politics. It's Thursday, March 23rd. I'm Julie Van Dusen. Here are the big political stories we're talking about today. President Joe Biden arrives today for his first official visit to Canada. We will, of course, be talking about China, but the uh, centre of our conversations will be about jobs and growth, critical minerals and fighting climate change and continuing uh, to build an economy across our continent that works, uh, works for all of our citizens. There are expectations that the irregular crossing at Roxham Road will be part of the conversation. This is a Justin Trudeau problem. It is not an American problem. It is not a safe third country problem. It is a Justin Trudeau problem. Liberal MP Han Dong, who has been at the center of allegations involving Chinese interference, has left Liberal caucus to sit as an independent. And the ongoing crisis in Haiti is also sure to be discussed when the Prime Minister sits down with the President. Joining us is Catherine Lebec, parliamentary reporter for the National Post. Good morning, Catherine, and thanks for joining me at this early hour. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. And I hear your cat playing in the background, but someone's having fun at least. So it's all good. Oh, yeah. She's very <laughs> active at this time in the morning. <laughs> Just like us. There you go. So a lot happening today. And uh, we will get to the Handong story of the Liberal uh, resigning from caucus uh, very soon. But we're going to start with the U.S. President Joe Biden because um, that's a big day with Canada-U.S. relations, for sure. He arrives tonight. Uh, give us a rough idea what he'll be doing on his visit. Uh, well, first of all, it's, it's going to be a very short but packed visit. Um, so he arrives this evening, actually. There, there's not much happening today. Uh, he's heading directly to Rideau Cottage for an intimate discussion with the Prime Minister and his wife, Sophie Grégoire Trudeau. And uh, we'll, we'll really be seeing most of the activity taking place tomorrow, actually. So everything we've been talking about, you know, the bilateral meeting, the address in the House of Commons, the, the state dinner that will be taking place tomorrow. Uh, so it's it's really it's a whirlwind of a visit. It's a little bit more than 24 hours, maybe a little bit shorter than what the liberals were, were hoping for, quite frankly. And uh, we're not sure, you know, which kind of, of delegation is going to be there. Actually, as of yesterday, the White House was not able to confirm uh, who exactly would be joining the president during the delegation. Rumor had it that maybe Anthony Blinken, uh, Secretary of State, would be uh, with there with him. But uh, you know that that wasn't even confirmed yesterday. So maybe you know maybe it'll be just Mr. Biden by himself with a you know a uh, an army of staffers. Um, but uh, yeah, well you know what is. President Biden doing here? I mean, he said he would visit Canada. He's been saying it for a while now, ever since he became president more than two years ago. Um, you know, now he's in the third year of his presidency. It just feels like the right moment for a visit. There's a, you know, a bunch of issues to talk about. And uh, I would say, honestly, for the liberal government, I think it's a distraction from uh, what's been happening in the past few weeks with foreign interference. So uh, exactly. frankly, I just think it, it comes at the right time for, for Canada, but also to, for the United States. And uh, there will be a lot of issues to talk about. Right. And, and he did, uh, you know, they've met a lot on the international stage. It's not like they haven't met and they did have a kind of a virtual meeting. We can't forget there was a pandemic, right, for two years. Absolutely. Certainly stalled travel. But let's get into some of those big issues. What, what, what do you see happening? Uh, well, I, I see a lot of major issues coming up, but uh, they're not exactly the same, you know, depending who you talk to. So exactly. on the Canadian side, uh, Justin Trudeau uh, certainly wants to talk, uh, yes, a bit about China, but also about jobs, the economy, climate change, uh, critical minerals, and last but not least, irregular migration at Roxham Road. 
And, uh, you know, when, when I gave that list, I mean, I mentioned jobs, the economy, you know, we, we really mean the buy American policies that that's really what we, uh, we, we want to reinforce that Canada has to has has to have some sort of exemption, you know, we have to be part of the strategy, um, and really fight against this protectionism uh, from the United States. So really, I, I think that's, you know, those are some major issues that um, Mr. Trudeau is trying to push and really wants to focus on. Um, for uh, on the American side, I, I thought it was interesting because the focus is not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Americans want to talk about Nora. They want to talk about defense spending. They want to talk especially about the mission in Haiti because they want Canada to take care of it. Um, so really, the, the focus is very heavy about how Canada can can help, can contribute to wider issues on the international stage. So um, really, it's it's too early, I, I think, right now to yeah. see what the conclusions will be, uh, if they'll, you know, they'll manage to, to have any breakthroughs on any of these issues. I think they'll have the conversations and, you know, try to talk face to face, maybe in, in a more intimate fashion um, and, and maybe in a more official fashion as well. But uh, to, to, to try to, you know, manage some expectations um, talk about some of the issues, but uh, really, I, I don't think there will be a lot in the final press release. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Um, if anything, there might be an announcement on critical minerals. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Minister Wilkinson mentioned that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Which is which is big in this whole uh, shift to the green economy and electric cars Absolutely. and so on. But let's carve out a little bit about maybe what we might be asking for as a country. Um, and let's talk just briefly then about Roxham Road, because that is uh, that area where uh, where people who are, are fleeing and seeking asylum uh, just south of Montreal, uh, you know, crossing over on the U.S. border, heading into Quebec. That's been in the headlines uh, a lot. Uh, do you have any idea maybe what Canada might be asking for? Trudeau hinted a little bit yesterday there might be something to announce. Yes, I mean, he, he said that he said that, but uh, he his ministers weren't really as optimistic as he was. So I don't know if he, you know, it was a slip Mm -hmm. of the tongue. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Um, But yes, I mean, certainly, you know, Canada has been pushing the United States on this issue, I think, for, uh, you know, months, if if not years. I mean, it's it's been a longstanding issue, especially in Quebec, uh, where we really we've seen a rise of migrants coming into the country and and kind of, you know, landing in, in Quebec mostly since 2017. Um, so really, I, I think the situation is untenable right now for, for Canada. Um, you know, Quebec has been at, at the receiving end for many years now. And, you know, we have to understand, you know, provinces have to provide housing, they have to provide social services for the asylum, for these asylum seekers. And it, it costs a lot of money, the federal government, of course, compensates, but uh, really, at, at, you know, in the past few months, we've seen Quebec say, this is the end. We're, we're not helping anymore. And now we, we've seen these migrants go, go to other provinces, you know, who are experiencing now some of the same uh, issues that Quebec was was having. So I, I think for Canada, really, the um, the focus is on renegotiating the safe third uh, country agreement. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and because as of right now, I mean, the, these migrants are going to an unofficial border crossing. But you know, that's getting very, very well known. I mean, there are buses, there's a whole industry sure. around There's an Boxing infrastructure now, there. Right? And, yeah. And the problem is, uh, we've heard over and over again, the Prime Minister, the American ambassador saying, 
well, you know, if you if you uh, if you uh, shut down Roxham Road, people will cross at another location. And um, and the American ambassador, I heard him the other day say, we want to get at the root problems of why these people are leaving their countries and so on. It doesn't sound like they're quite on the same page. Like Canada's got this issue right in their face. Like, how do we deal with all this? And the Americans are kind of, you know, flying up, like uh, looking at the big picture. So it'll be interesting to see if there's any kind of resolution to this. I, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard to say, right? Because, um, you know, the, I really, it's, it's not in the list of priorities uh, for, for the Americans. I mean, sure, they'll, they'll talk about it, but, uh, you know, their problems at the border are really, you know, in, in, the, in the southern south. part. Yeah, exactly. The south. They're with, not in the north. With Mexico, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, yes, it, it is certainly an irritant between both countries. And I, I'm not sure what, you know, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau will be able to, to say to convince Joe Biden to, you know, really take a moment and, and look at this issue. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll have to see if, if there's an announcement on that. I know Prime Minister hinted at it mm-hmm. yesterday. He did say mm-hmm. it in French, I believe. Um, yes. Maybe he's being optimistic here, I, I would say, because it's really not a priority for, for the Americans at the moment. OK, so I want to touch on uh, uh, Haiti briefly, and then uh, I do want to talk about Han Dong and the fact that he left caucus. So on Haiti, uh, you know, we understand that maybe there's going to be uh, some kind of request for Canada to do something. Are you hearing anything on that? Uh, well, the, the request is already there. I yes, mean, it's it's yes. already kind of lingering, and it's you know a situation where the United States, you know, really has a its plate full right now, and says to Canada, "Well, take care of something." You know, right. here it's there's a situation going on um, in in Haiti. You know, for many months now, uh, criminal gangs taking over uh, the country. So they they really want Canada to take the lead on this. And uh, uh, you know, we, we saw J- Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. I think a month ago, going to the Bahamas, like kind of meeting leaders, uh, Caribbean leaders, uh, leaders in in the area, uh, trying to find a solution. And, you know, how how Canada can help, basically, uh, giving humanitarian assistance. Uh, But I really we see that the federal government is very, very resistant to uh, really take the lead on this. Right. Because we we know that there's all this history in Haiti Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. with the, you know, (laughs) <laughs> we we tried to provide help there before, uh, but you know the the idea is not to uh, get boots on the ground and 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 help them. You know I think Canada really wants to find um, a solution, a, a Haitian made solution, right. and not just to impose a solution on the country because it could just could go very very badly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I think it was interesting because there was a strategist um, interviewed by the Canadian press, kind of saying, well, you know, in the Cretan years. Jean Courtet would say, well, look, I, I'll take care of something, but you like, you, you know, the United States have, has to give something in return. So I'm wondering if, you know, that might be something oh, that uh, the federal government could be uh, considering. Like, we, we never know. We'll do this if you do that, like p- part of a, exactly. a negotiating thing. Interesting. Okay. So we do want to touch on this. And, and this happened late last night, Han Dong leaving Liberal Caucus. So uh, can you bring us up to date on that? Uh, yeah, so it happened at about uh, 10 p.m. last night. Uh, Handong uh, rose on a point of order in the House of Commons and uh, announced that he was resigning from the Liberal Caucus and he would be now sitting as an independent MP. Um, of course, this is happening after a new report from Global News is, is alleging that he, uh, that Mr. Dong spoke with Chinese diplomats in 2021, basically advising them to hold the two Michaels captive in China for uh, partisan reasons, basically uh, 
the, the allegations in the article are that he would have told the the diplomats that it was a good thing for the, the liberals. You know, it would help the liberals if the Michaels were held captive longer in China. Yeah, I thought the um, suggestion but, was if you let them go, it might make the conservatives look good or it might help the conservatives. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, some some very... Mr. Dong, I mean, he, he, he said, look, I don't want to be a distraction. It's better if, you know, I, I take the time to clear my name. Um, you know, he hinted that he might be taking some legal action against Global News. So, uh, you know, he, he will be working to defend himself against these allegations. He says they're completely false. Um, you know, yes, he did have a conversation with Chinese diplomats about the two Michaels, but it, it was in fact to, to help the two Michaels, not to uh, hold them captive longer. So it uh, really was a very emotional moment yesterday in the House of Commons. And um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, I, I just, it's unclear to me what are the next steps yeah. as of right now. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's- Well, it's interesting because at Queen's Park, uh, you know, an MPP there about two weeks ago, right? Vincent Ka, he stepped down. Uh, amid interfer- uh, Chinese interference allegations too, and said uh, that he would step aside. So um, for for the prime minister, this isn't the greatest news, right? Like in the middle of, uh, you know, the U.S. president's visit and this whole thing of Chinese interference. And I saw that, uh, uh, I guess the conservatives are saying one more reason to have a public inquiry. So like, wow, it's not going away for him. Uh, no, it's it's not going at all. And, uh, you know, it, it'll just continue. It's, it's still feeding into the need to uh, to take more action now and to really, you know, take some some extra steps and, and not wait until David Johnston, you know, basically decides at the end of May in, in two months time if we need an inquiry exactly. or not. So really, the, the pressure is mounting, I think, on the government. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, it's it's a sad so it's a, it's a certainly a sad moment for MP Dong. Um, you know, we we wish him well, but uh, yeah, it's it's certainly it's it's a hard moment for him. Um, and the question is now, you know, are there going to be other allegations, other revelations, exactly. maybe around exactly. the people? And you know, wh- where are all these revelations coming from? I mean, that that's also a lingering question. Right, and they seem to keep coming. That's the thing, right? So, Absolutely. listen, uh, it was great talking to you. I see your little cat running around the background, so someone wants to be fed. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that right now. <laughs> okay, thanks for joining us. That was Catherine Libeck, parliamentary reporter for the National Post. We are aligned on our goals and our values, and we work together to figure out what works for both of our citizens and both of our countries. Now, let's take a look at what political columnists, commentators, and editorialists are saying today. In the National Post, Michael Higgins argues Joe Biden has been a terrible friend to Canada. He writes, when Joe Biden arrives for a two-day visit, expect much smiling, backslapping, and talking about our common border, our mutual interests, and our special relationship. However, for all the bonhomie on display, Biden has shown no inclination to give any more preferential treatment to Canada than Donald Trump did. Indeed, while the Liberals and the Democrats align on some files beneficial to both, Biden has been as fierce a protectionist as Trump. This week, Biden can be expected to make a great show of being a friend to Canada, but he stands full square with Trump on one very important point, America first. At National Newswatch, George Monasteriakos argues, the world is changing fast and reality is catching up to Canada. 
He writes, after 80 plus years of predictability, revisionist powers are destabilizing the international system and Canada must evolve in tandem to confront the challenges we will face moving forward. Governments have neglected the Canadian armed forces for decades and our military is clogged by bureaucracy, poorly equipped, underfunded, short-staffed, and overextended relative to our treaty allies and adversaries. To confront these challenges, Canada needs more realists than the Prime Minister's office, the House of Commons, the Senate, Global Affairs, and the Department of National Defence. This will enable Canada to help itself in the international context of anarchy. It will also give Ottawa a louder voice in Washington, our most important ally. Now here's what's coming up on today's political agenda. The Prime Minister will welcome U.S. President Joe Biden to Ottawa. Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland will welcome U.S. President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden when they arrive in Ottawa. NDP leader Jagmeet Singh will take part in question period. Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bibot will announce funding to agriculture in the classroom Canada to raise awareness of agriculture among youth. And Indigenous Services Minister Patty Haidu will take part in a funding announcement at Tecumloops to Schwepmik in British Columbia. That's CPAC Today in Politics for Thursday, March 23rd. Tune in to Primetime Politics tonight on CPAC for coverage of all the day's events. I'm Julie Van Dusen. Our podcast returns tomorrow morning. Have a great day.